now and then, here and there, and always at sexpotcomedy.com. And welcome to the Grabbing Lunch Podcast, the podcast where I literally go out to lunch with people and record our casual hangout. This is episode 70, Ryan Sickler and Patrick Nay. They are both great comedians. We will get into it sooner than later. But before I do, I would be remiss uh, in my shameless huckstering if I did not mention my summer stand-up dates. On May 27th through the 31st, I will be at... Lake Tahoe, I will be at the Harris at Harvey's Improv in Lake Tahoe. That is May 27th through the 31st. That is 2015. These are all 2015 dates. June 4th, 5th, and 6th, I will be in Bloomington, Indiana, performing at the Limestone Comedy Festival. And June 6th through the 21st, I will be at Harris. Casino in Las Vegas, Nevada. All those dates are 2015. Go to mattknutson.com or follow me on Twitter at mattknutson for tickets, information at all. Okay, this is episode 70. Ryan Sickler and Patrick Nay. Ryan Sickler is a great comedian. You may have seen him on The Late Late Show. You may listen to his podcast, The Crab Feast with Jay Larson. Uh, you can find him online, ryansickler.com. Or at Ryan Sickler, S-I-C-K-L-E-R on Twitter. And just to make it easy to figure out who's who sitting around the table, uh, Ryan Sickler, the man, sounds like this. Sun setting over the rope. Oh, gorgeous. Gorgeous. And I look at him, he smiles. I look to my left, just like out of the crowd. And when I look back, he's gone. Where did he go? The answer may surprise you. But it may not surprise you to learn that the person he's talking about was on a lot of drugs. RyanSickler.com, at RyanSickler on Twitter. My next guest is Patrick Ney. You may have seen him on Chelsea lately or 101 National Commercials. He's also a sommelier and has the handle of the California wine guy. You can learn more about Patrick Ney and sommeliers and wine at his website, thecaliforniawineguy.com. Thecaliforniawineguy.com, spelled like it sounds. And Patrick Ney sounds like this. I was a uh, freshman year in college. I was, worked at a grocery store during the summer. And in Chicago? Yeah, and in, in the burbs. And, you know, like... Bagging groceries and it's like, hey, want to do some shrooms? Sure, at work. What a great idea. Ah, doing mushrooms at work. A time-honored tradition. But you don't need to be on mushrooms to enjoy this episode of the Grabbing Lunch podcast. 
to GrabbingLunch.com. You can see pictures of my guests, listen to previous episodes with guests like Helen Slater, who was Supergirl, and uh, Colin Hay, who was a front man for Men at Work, Will Wheaton from Star Trek The Next Generation, Stand By Me. Uh, go back, listen to him, comment on him, share him, uh, be a part of the Grabbing Lunch community. That is GrabbingLunch.com. Also, give the show a follow on SoundCloud. You can subscribe to it on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, however you found it and you're listening to it now, you have done it successfully. So repeat the steps that you used. Also, we are on the Sexpot Comedy Network, the comedy collective out of Denver, Colorado. That is SexpotComedy.com. New episodes come out Saturdays, so uh, so don't be a stranger. It is the Grabbing Lunch Podcast. Find Ryan Sickler, find Patrick Nay, find me over the summer uh, at my stand-up dates, mattknutson.com. Okay, here we go. This is episode 70, Ryan Sickler, Patrick Nay at the Crimson Mediterranean Cookhouse in Santa Monica. Let's eat. Yes, we got lucky number 64. Lucky number 64. Nice. Yeah, so Pat took me to the Beastie Boys at the Henry Fonda Theater, which, I mean, I don't know if you've ever been there. I have. But the seating capacity is what? Yeah, is 200 or something? It's like the fucking 150. Yeah, Yeah, we were sitting in, there's like the balcony area, and then there's the the standing room only area downstairs. So we were at the balcony on the top, like right on the first row, like looking that's Looking price, directly down, seat it, it was the best seat. And it was like it I was like, "Why are there seats?" Yeah, and they had the great outdoor like turf patio and stuff outside. Yeah, yeah, out yeah. Back. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and the so opening nice. act for the Beastie Boys was karaoke. Really? They, they had a karaoke machine. You remember that? <laughs> yeah. Day? And, and anyone can do it. And anyone could go up and do the you know put their number in and like yeah and you know Jeremiah. <laughs> I don't even remember. I was that so blown away by. Hold on, I'm gonna wash It was completely awesome. And so they did like. I don't know, we were there for like 20 minutes. They did, uh, they sang and then they're like, ladies and gentlemen, the Beastie Boys. Dude, that is badass. And their whole set was for that tour that they did, um, that got canceled. Yeah, I had tickets to the Hollywood Bowl show. I had tickets, we had, we were set to go. Wow. I'd seen them, I've seen them, first time I saw them, I put it actually on, uh, Throwback Thursday, my my dad took us. We were in tenth grade. Uh, to see Run DMC and to beat the Beastie Boys together forever oh, yeah. tour. And isn't it like Barry Sobel open for him? Yeah, <laughs> Barry Sobel did. And and they hate now. They're like, <clears throat> excuse me. Now they're like, you know, we were twenty. Like they, he's married to a feminist, and uh, she's. They're like, how do you feel about the song Girls? Ad Rock. Yeah, right. And she's like, "Yeah, I know. I'm married to the guy that wrote, you know, girls to do the dishes, to clean up my room, to do right. the laundry." Right. Right. Well, I mean, if you but he's like, you know, your yeah. twenty-year-old That's what he like, said. He's like, you know, I hate the fight uh, for your right to party video. Right. But he's like, that's that's who we were. When we were twenty, you know. Yeah. But uh, I saw him too. They went on a. I can't remember what album it was, but it's all them playing instruments and stuff. And they just played this small place in Glen Burnie, Maryland called Michael's 8th Avenue. I mean, it was like, it was like one of those like ballrooms. 
shops You yeah. know what I mean Yeah uh, Like where they have Cheap boxing And stuff like that And we're like right. Holy fuck <laughs> They weren't doing Any of the popular They were just Working out that stuff uh-huh. Oh the Beastie Boys Yeah oh, We're still cool. talking About that show And they were uh, And then we saw them At a Denny's After Awesome And they come Skateboarding out And they just get On their tour bus And wow. off they fucking go Yeah They, they were doing Um Basically, they did the catalog of everything. Yeah. They did one set of yeah. wrapping. Then they actually had all their instruments on this big push cart that like two or three guys pushed out. And then they just got up onto the Thanks bag. very much. They got onto the flat push cart where the instruments were. Stood on there and were, you know, playing the yeah. punk polywog yeah, stew. Yeah, that's the, that's what they were coming And to then it. they came back and did uh, another rap set. Yeah. And it was just like... I, I, I couldn't I couldn't believe it I really couldn't yeah. believe it, it We didn't even have to stand up or anything It's such a small place That was awesome mm-hmm. Yeah <laughs> And then those, there, I remember there were like guys fighting And they were like Hey you pushed him first Like they were like <laughs> It's like What yeah. are they doing Calm down Yeah Did you see like um, Some Some toy company for girls Like empowerment for girls Did Girls da, 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 da. Mm. They yeah. just straight ripped off The song It's the exact same Lyrics and you know everything, but um, it was they're selling some toys, and the Beastie Boys sued him. They're like, "It's a good message, it's with girls, all this stuff." But he's like, "We never do commercials. No. We never will ever yeah. use anything for commercials." And so they made him take it down. That's awesome. Yeah. I mean, was as a volunteer fire department, we might be able to jump on board. Let's do it. <laughs> well, is uh, that'd be a hell of a podcast? Right. On your way to a fire. Is was he a smoker? Was he a cigarette smoker? What was the I don't know. I mean, I don't know. Can you get through? I mean, that's why I worry about. Well, the thing is, is you get through cancer. Just not a smoker. You can you can get anything. Now think about it. Like Andy Kaufman died of lung cancer, and like he was. A vegan extraordinaire And right? no smoker or anything No he did that character so. Where oh, the guy really? would be like You know the asshole guy Tony Clifton Yeah and like But he you know Basically from what I've heard And read It's like He had uh, Like around Thanksgiving <clears throat> What is it <clears throat> You know like the concert Like <clears throat> Oh right And then right, he was right. dead by May Oof. So that was in November So That stuff can come on Like a mofo I don't I know I just had my I just went for a physical yesterday How I mean, we doing, Sickla? I'm doing alright <laughs> You uh, just come back clean? <laughs> I go in a week early Get my bloods so When I go in They tell me my all my blood work Now you can work at the plant I'm good to go No diabetes <laughs> right. I made him do an EKG Wow Good to go in the heart I made him do chest x-rays Because uh-huh. I had pneumonia in November And I just got sick Like two weeks ago Everyone's oh, wow. getting smoke. Sure. I was like, you need to check. He's the one that gives me a. You smoke cigs? Mm-mm. Oh, okay. I was gonna yeah. say. But I mean, I tell like my he's awesome. He's like, look, I, you don't need to tell me. I'm sure pulling fire into my mouth is not good for my body. He's right. Like, yes. He's like, you could possibly switch to edibles right. or once in a while. Right. You know. He's like, I know you don't. You're not every day, all day, like some of the people I know, but. Um, Never gonna you know, he's still like, we're gonna keep, we'll x ray lungs and keep an eye on if we right. see anything. It's like, the one thing I'm not prepared to do <coughs> is quit smoking. That's weed. right. Yeah. That's all <coughs> Tell me what I, I got it's a must. I have to. It's like, yeah. you know. And he, because he's the guy, he's like, he's a, also a addictions 
uh, doctor. Uh, I have a tear in one of my discs, and he gives me like oof. oxycodone or whatever. Oh yeah. shit! But it's I can't opium. take it. Yeah. I can't. It, it makes That's like heroin, sick. man. It is. Mm -hmm. It makes me itch. Yeah. It makes me throw up. Yeah. And I just told him, I like, oh, yeah. I can't take that shit. So, yeah. But when it works, it's like, oh my god, this is awesome. Yeah. Right. It does take the pain away. That's for sure. But yeah. I'd rather, I'd rather pain. have a little bit of pain. pain. Well, emotional pain, like, oh, right, like yeah. painful memories. I can't memories. enjoy yeah, it yeah, yeah. because right. I'm just fucking itching and like cold sweats. Yeah, I have to break them in half. Well, one still. time I was in the hospital after a car accident, and they gave you the the Jeopardy button with the oh, morphine yeah. drip. Oh, I was wow. like, oh my god, this is it. And then also there was like spiders, you know. Yeah, my aunt had good. that, and they had to take it away from her finally. Because oh, yeah. uh, she just would sit there, click, click, click. Yeah, yeah. Why wouldn't you? Exactly. You know, I did like, the full <laughs> physical when I turned on like my the week of my 40th birthday. How you? I doing? was just like. Good. Yeah. Yeah, I'm good. You didn't get the. You want the good news or the bad yeah, news? Right. <laughs> right. Give me the good. <laughs> give me the stuff that's not gonna make me. It's feel like terrible. the guy at the Meineke muffler place. You know, yeah. it's like you want the good news or the bad news. Yeah. I was at the doctor uh, last week, and they had this this new girl who was you know doing like my pulse, and she did it. And she's like, I need to. I I think I must have did it wrong. I have to do it again because I have like a really low pulse rate. She's like. I don't think I've ever met anyone with a lower pulse rate. Like, yeah, you know. You're a mellow guy. I'm trying. That's what I should have said. And then I like, held my arms up. What am I going to do? Well, I, I'm a mellow guy. I fucked up my shoulder, like, and uh, so I go to the uh, the doctor, and it's like, they're like, okay, that's fine, but you have high blood pressure. I'm like, what? And she's like, you got to lose weight. And I'm like, she's like, I'll put you I'm like, no, 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 no pills. Right. Give me three weeks. So I ran my ass off for three weeks, and it like definitely went down. Oh right? yeah, I mean that's the Exercise thing. It's like do it. I can't fucking have high blood pressure, like, and I'm not taking like Lipitor or any of that bullshit. Like, yeah, my blood you pressure's know. on point. Good. Oh, that's good. And you know, even with all that stuff, something's gonna gonna get you, and you're gonna you know die anyway. It's just like, oh, you, you put on too much sunscreen. That's that gives you cancer. <laughs> well, <laughs> what, what, are you, what are you talking about? It's like always the, 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 uh, the, you know that uh, Woody Allen bit? It's like Eggs Benedict, you know? He, Woody has, like, heartburn, but it's, like, in the chestal area. So right. he's like, I, he goes, he, he cons his friend to go who has a similar symptoms, and, like, yeah. the guy has all the tests done, and he's like, it's heartburn. So he's like, I beat, you know, I don't have to pay the money to go get all those tests. Uh -huh. And then, like... Two days later, he dies. <laughs> so he goes and has like the ultra, like hundred, you know, hundred dollar test. This is like in 1966, and like goes and has all the tests done. It turns out it's heartburn. So he goes to the guy's mother, and he's like, "Well, what happened?" He's like, "It was really fast. The car hit him, and he was dead." <laughs> Pryor's got a great bit. His heart attack bit about uh, when he had his. Yeah. And he just talks about how the, his heart just took him over and just started talking to him and it would just clench him. He's like, you could eat another pork sandwich and you get out on me. Like, ah, 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 I'm not going to do a sandwich. Don't let me die. Don't let me die. He just took him all the way to the ground. Yeah, that's classic. Well, speaking of beating your, your body up to a pulp, you know, well, the oh, candy yeah, that yeah. guy did. Yeah, oh, yeah. Put, yeah. Put it. I mean, just Superman 3 alone was that. That was... Yeah, that was, that was enough to kill me. Yeah. How much of a paycheck? Yeah. Jeez, well, uh, there's a, uh, um, Joe Henry, who's a musician, they did a documentary about him. And what they noted was he, every time he talked about like his addiction is like live on the Sunset Strip, he always talked about it as if it was like, I used to do a lot of cocaine. It's just like, 
right before you came on stage, you did a lot. Right, of yeah. He talked about it like it was in the rearview mirror. And, oh, and he was uh, still doing it. He was in the, the throes of addiction. Wow. And uh, uh, they were just like, he always talked about it like, but I'm back, everybody. Yeah. I was like, no, uh, I guess. He's got his other his other joke. He understood the mind of the junkie. He, he talks about the guy. It's like, man, I'm not addicted to cocaine. I've been doing this shit for 17 years. <laughs> I got this. Yeah, like what's the big well, deal? you know, the thing about those guys oh, dude, who do all that candy is that it kills your heart. It just oh, yeah. it, it beats it to a pulp. And then uh, George Carlin used to go. To the crazy Frankie, who uh, the guy who cuts my hair, on, who's on Main Street. Crazy Frankie. He's like, so, he's that's like, Carlin's barber. That's hilarious. He, well, he's like, he, well, yeah, he liked him because it's like he was, he was, it was like a surfboard shop too. Oh, really? And like oh, he was hilarious. like a fence. Like these guys would come in with stolen shit. They'd give him like. Frankie give him like five bucks for like, you know, a $40 bike part. <laughs> what well, can I <laughs> get for these rims? I'll give you a haircut. Okay, they, you got it. <laughs> that they stole for, from uh, from like REI or something, you know? Oh, wow. So like Carlin started like walking around and he saw him and he's like, and uh, he's like, he's like, I'm going to live forever. And this is right before he died. Frankie's like, with all the coke you did, good luck with that, you know? Right. And of course, like he just... You know, right. you just you can't beat your heart up like that. Well, especially too, like when the first number in your age is not two or three, <coughs> it's like four or five. Yeah, and you're like, I still got it. You're like, yeah. buddy. Yeah. Um, do you guys, you guys know Dave Ross, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I was talking to him the other night, and he got back from South by, and there was a bunch of people like doing coke all night long, and I was like, oh my god. Oh god. And he's like, he's like, the thing about coke is. Your whole night is spent looking for more coke. You know, it's like, yeah, he's yeah. like, if you take, like like you said, an edible or something, you just kind of chill on it for four hours, you're like, yeah, maybe I'll have a Budweiser I can go to sleep if I want. Right. Yeah. You know right. what I mean? Yeah. You don't I have can still go to sleep hour. if I want. Right. I'm not fucking running around looking for more brownies. Right. Yeah. Right. I'm enjoying What brown. happened? Yeah. No, uh, no I've candies. never done coke. I've You've dated. never done it? No. I've well, here's the, the full truth is... Do you want? I have some right now. Because I have some. <laughs> <laughs> try some. Right. Mm. I'll get another EKG. That's right. Um, I've dated plenty of girls who've done it. You know, what? it's never been one of those things where I, you know, I wasn't going to settle down with somebody who did, but if I was right. dating and we were having some fun, I didn't care. And there was one girl who taught me uh, the West Coast way. She was a... Uh, she used to smoke Parliament cigarettes, which ah. no one I knew on the East Coast did. It was sure. all Marlboro, oh, yeah. Camel, Parliament, yeah. with a little tip, reservoir yeah. tip. And that was what she did. They used the tip to scoop their coke and do a quick bump and then smoke wow. a cigarette. Wow. So the, the full amount of cocaine I've had in my life was half of one of her little wow. reservoirs. I believe that's called like, a... I'm like, I really don't. Yeah, a cocoa puff. Yeah. <laughs> I guess that would be what it is. Yeah. yeah, when I was in Panama, I was backpacking yeah. like Central America back in the late 90s and it was easier to get cocaine than a bag of weed and so really? yeah so we're just like on this like beach in, in the middle of Central America it's just like yeah and I, even then I wasn't like enjoying it in the same way that I would enjoy just ha like having a joint sitting in a hammock yeah you know? well it's a state of mind it's terrible it's a state of mind and it's like and you know for some people 
you know, I think there's like people who are like stoners who just like don't, they're not into right. it. And then it's the people who smoke cigarettes and are a little like, Charged. you know, the, guy, the person gets up at seven in the morning, like, right. no problem. Like, yeah, you got cut. Yeah, I'll do some, you know, it's like, I'd be like, yeah, no, I want to have a type A. I get things, I get more done by 5 a.m. than you get done all day. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And the hangover from that shit is horrifying. Right. It's like, and like you said, once you get away from those twos and threes, yeah. that hangover's a fucking cuntini big time. So, no thanks. Yeah, just have a, have a, a nice glass of wine. Or yeah, I'm a nice... I'm scared of drugs. My, my brothers were... My brothers were much more adventurous with drugs in their oh my teens God. and 20s than I ever yeah, was. I've never done too. acid. I've never uh, done acid. I've done shrooms one time. I've done it a couple times. I've, I've enjoyed it because I think I did it in the right environment yeah. where it's just like, I'm going to do this and I'm in Colorado and I'm going to go on a hike. You know, See, now that was my it. mistake. I was in Big Bear and I enjoyed it, but we were in a cabin. And after two hours, I was like, "Just get this out of me now." Yeah, like, I I've enjoyed it, too. but go, go away. You right. know what I mean? Right. It just wasn't. It was like this annoying. Uh, I don't know, like, you, like just a, I don't know, almost like a physical chatter. Right. I wanted. To How can I tap out? Yes. Can I just? Like, all right, like, I enjoyed it. I'm out. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like, and it wasn't bad by any means. I was just like, all right, enough. Yeah, because um, if it's bad, that's not. Because when you're again, when you when it's an edible or a smoke, you just it just dissipates. It just float away. You don't feel it. There's no real down of it. I right. Feel like. Right. I was a uh, freshman year in college. I was worked at a grocery store during the summer. And Chicago? Yeah, in the, in the burbs. And, you know, I'm like bagging groceries and it's like, hey, you want to do some shrooms? Sure, at work. <laughs> what a great idea. Bagging yeah. groceries. <laughs> it was like the worst fucking thing yeah. hey, uh, ever. Good, how are you? Uh, uh, yeah, I had the white meat. No, dark meat. Dark yeah, that's me. I'll take that. Oh. Over there. White meat? A white meat is right here. Excellent. Cool, thank you. Anything else, guys? Can I get a top off of water, yeah, please? Water? Okay. Yeah, thank you. Thanks. So you're bagging groceries. So I'm bagging groceries, and, like, it's, I'm already, like, starting to go fucking crazy. Like, I gotta get out of here. It's like the Alice Cooper song. I gotta get out of here. I gotta, you know. Yeah. And then the woman who was the checker had so much makeup on and this sicko perfume <laughs> that I was like, I'm gonna know. I'm gonna And, like, it just, it was, like, the most uncomfortable, like, exasperating experience I've ever. And that's, like, and then once I did that, I was like, all right, I think I'm good with this. You know, right. I was like, because right. you can have really good times on that stuff, and once you don't, that's like your ticket out. Oof. Like, okay, been there, done that. This was not fun. Yeah. You know, and then I remember one time in college, my friend was doing them, and we lived in the tallest dorm in the country. Wow. At Illinois State. And he was so tweaked out on shrooms, he's punching the window on like the 35th floor. I'm like, what are you doing? I mean, it's like one of those things where it actually shrooms gone You're wrong. You're not party. No, he was having a bad trip, and he was just going. He was set, talking out of his ass, like possessed. I'm like, this does not end well. Yeah, wow. because when that stuff is intense, man, if you don't know I, what you're um, doing. Before I, I, I didn't try it till I was in my late 30s maybe mid 30s and yeah mid 30s I tried it but a friend of mine when I this was years ago when I first had come out here to go to college where'd you go to college um well I tried to go to Cal State Northridge and I was coming uh, woke up and drove the day the earthquake hit no way <laughs> yeah the yeah. north the hit Northridge hit I took it as school. a sign hit wow my school. I came in anyway and oh, uh, homeless for a month. I met a, a guy through a friend and just lived with him, paid him rent for a month, and then they finally got Thank us you. into uh, 
dorms, but it was just, it was destroyed. I mean, literally <laughs> oh, yeah. destroyed. Because that was the yeah. epicenter. Yeah, epicenter. Wow. Exactly. They call it the Northridge earthquake. And you, uh, you know, we would sit, we would sit on a sidewalk. We would have a class like this. Oh, yeah. So it was an interesting six months, but... Sounds very Socratic. Yeah. We just sit on the lawn and yep, listen to Yeah, that's what we did. Wow. And while you're looking at a apartment complex right here that's on its face, yeah. parking structure crushed and wow. just roads cracked open. It was it was unlike anything I've ever seen. Now, do you guys have earthquake stuff in case something goes down? Not yeah. enough. I, I should have more, but I have flashlights in every room. Because something's got, like, a I little mean, <clears throat> somewhere. But you never know. Like, what if you get stuck in your room but your shit's out in the living room? <laughs> you know, I always think about God that. Damn it. Yeah, my cliff bars. I'm so close. <laughs> but it's right over there. I can't get through the drywall. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, I worry about, under a support I beam. Oh. About that. I totally worry. Like, yeah, I get it right now. We were prepared. <laughs> we were prepared. Yeah, I don't have any. I mean, we need water, water delivery. So we have like those five gallon things yeah, of water. That's because good. It's like arrow. Hopefully, you delivered. get to. Yeah, ex exactly. Well, hopefully oh one of them breaks and you can just suck it out of the car. <laughs> <laughs> you but suck the co condensation out of the wood beams. Oh my god. I, um, anyway, while I was living here at the time, Pink Floyd came around and cool. we went to go see him at the Rose Bowl. That's a, that's a good trade-off, Floyd, really for an earthquake. Oh, yeah. So we're out at the Rose Bowl and this... Good time for shrooms, too, by the way. Well, these people we meet, we're, you know, they're like, you want we're all smoking. They're like, do you want to do some shrooms? I'm like, no, I'm good. I'm just going to smoke. But they, these three did. So mm -hmm. my buddy and then this guy and his wife. And they were probably, I don't know, we're in our 20s. And they were probably in their 40s, 30s, 40s, probably. <coughs> my buddy buys a concert shirt, you know, whatever, 40 bucks. Whatever Oof, concert shirt. What a deal. And uh, we're, we're having fun at the show. He's standing right here to my right, and then they are to hit the woman is to his right, and then her husband right next to her. Us, the four of us in a row, having a great time. Sun setting over the road. Oh, gorgeous, gorgeous. And I look at him, he smiles. I look to my left, just like out of the crowd, and when I look back, he's gone. And I look down, and he had collapsed oh, when he was having a seizure. Oh, oh Jesus. And his, you know, it's bleacher seating there. So yeah. his feet got stuck in the bleacher in front of him and his back bent all awkward. Holy and, shit. and the people behind him were, they didn't catch him because they got scared. They're like, what the hell? So they jumped out of the way and his head hit the bleachers. Wow. Starts going into convulsions. And they're like, is he epileptic? I'm like, I don't know. I grab his feet. <laughs> And I'm shaking them, and the woman and man, the the couple that saw this started freaking out because they were like, "Oh my god!" Of course, you know we. So now she gets sick and vomits in his concert shirt that he spent like forty bucks. Did on. she make herself puke? I don't know if she did out. or not because everything was going on. She freaked out. She, they, they left, but I kept grabbing him and shaking him, and I just smacked him twice in the face, and he he came to, and I was like, "What the fuck?" He goes. What just happened? I go, dude, what just happened? You fucking snapped in half backwards and started having a full-on seizure. All these people are like, yeah, you know, like, and he's like, how long was I out? Like a minute? I go, dude, like 15 seconds. But you were stuck with your legs yeah. on I was like, man. And see when I see shit like that, I'm like, I probably yeah. don't need to do that. I'll take a thought. Give me some of those mushrooms. Yeah. I want to have right. that experience. Like, she, did everyone. I miss wish you were here? Please say they didn't play that. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. 
dude. That's what I, I came here to hear. I talk about it in my stand-up because I do like to be around. Like, I, like if you guys wanted to do it, I would be like, do that shit up, you know? Mm-hmm. I like to see what happens, but I don't... It's one of those things, like... I guess it's... I don't know what to compare it to, really, like... The thing I, is, you I get nervous about I it too. I'm like, dude, I, I want to know what's happening, and it's enough for me. You know, it's enough for you to tell me what you're experiencing, and I'm like, okay, I don't need, to, I don't, I don't need to do that. Right. Yeah. Here's what I think it is. I think that stuff is like, you know, people only use a certain part of their brain. When I think that stuff does enlighten, like, you know, like um, I remember Del Close used to say, you know, Del Close. The improv guru guy. Oh, yes, you mean? Yeah. Of course. Yeah. Of course. Yes, I am. Um, so, he in the 50s, you know, he's kind of part of the merry pranksters and all those st- people, you know, up in San Francisco. Uh-huh. So, the, 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 I don't know whether the CIA or whatever, like, um, hired him to do acid trips. Like, it's like, okay, we're going to, you, you come down, <laughs> you're going to take acid, then we're just going to watch you, you know? Because they wanted to see what it would do, you know? Because now they're starting to use it for those PS. You know, the guys that come from back from Iraq. PTSD. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, like, uh, he, the thing is, is that, you know, it's the 60s, they're doing all the stuff, blah, blah, blah. And so he says he has a letter that from the government. It's like, hey, you still owe us one more trip. <laughs> was a good, and then he would always be at the end of improv class, if anyone could um, impart to me uh, a small donation of uh, marijuana, perhaps, or like, I mean, and he, the, the thing is, the guy would have done anything, you know? Yeah. Um, but uh, I think that stuff opens your mind, and when you're on it, you're like, it's it's hard to understand when you're off it, but when you're on it, it's very enlightening, and it's yeah. like, you know, when you think of like the 60s and all that music, it's like those guys were all on, on psychedelics. Right. I mean, Jim Morrison was in fucking living on top of this building here in Venice, and he took so much acid, because back in 66, it was totally legal, you could just buy it right down there. And really? He, yeah, and he would take all this acid, and he would just like, he had no musical background, he's like, I hear a concert in my brain, and like that's those first, their first two albums is basically like, what he heard, and uh, and I guess then later on, he had all this stuff and all these songs, and he got totally tweaked and just like did a huge bonfire and burned all the papers and all the poems and all the shit. That stuff would be worth so much, oh, just, yeah. just as like a, you know, if you had it like an eBay or something. National Archive. But uh, yeah. yeah, so I think they did like a ton of ass, and then, then they got to the point where just like, no more. And he just totally switched to like booze and coke, right. you know, and ultimately that killed him, but. Um, that stuff, I think, if you do it the right way and you're the right person, can be extremely enlightening. You know what I mean? There's something that people are doing now called ayahuasca. I've had a couple of people do it and had How do you to tell me ayahuasca. 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 Which I don't know. Is that a gig? Is that a casino? I did that gig up in up in Oregon <laughs> at the casino. It sucked, good, by the way. They, they don't give you a room or food yeah. voucher. And the guy told me a hundred bucks. It was seventy-five. <laughs> Uh, but it, I mean, the doors of perception, whatever. People are. Well, this hot Yeah, that's what they're. Um, I don't know. Well, when the, how do you take this drug? You smoke it. I don't well, the know. whole I point. I the tea. The whole point oh. of that book is like, once the doors of perception are cleansed, everything is as it appears, infinite. So like, once you get your shit out of the way, you can do whatever the fuck you want, which is pretty smart, but pretty hard to make happen. Like sure. once you're not a scaredy cat anymore. You can make things happen. <laughs> you can? That sounds like the thing you say as you're passing someone a joint. <laughs> <laughs> Doors are perception, man. What are you, a scaredy cat? No, I'm fine. 
my yeah. brother um, one time came home with uh, a joint that was dipped in PCP. Oh my God! Woof. He and my cousin were gonna smoke, and they were like, "Do you want to?" And I was like, "No." But I sat there and watched them, and it just—that's like a class how not to do something. It, it scared me. And then this was we here's back to concerts again. And Beastie Boys, as a matter of fact, I think, I'm pretty sure, but we went to Lollapalooza. Oh. This is right when I was coming back from California in 94, and it was is supposed to be... in Baltimore? It was in Charleston, West Virginia. Mm -hmm. Charlestown, West Virginia. Mm -hmm. um, and it was... Nirvana was supposed to headline. Yeah, I remember, and I remember killed that. Himself. Yeah, oh my and God. Smashing Pumpkins replaced so you stepped that. in, I remember that. So that was the... The concert. It was like Tribe Called Quest. I'm from Parliament. I th mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure Beastie Boys were there. And um, yeah, the Breeders. I think were on that. It was, yeah, it, it they was were. Good. Yeah. Like L7. It was a. Yeah, that was, was some hot that stuff. That was a pretty solid one. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Wow. And um, my girlfriend, the girl I was seeing at the time for the summer. Well, for a little longer. But we all go. Summer fling, man. And you my know? my brother is. Uh, and his friend are smoking, and they're like, "Do you want to hit?" And, or she asked for a hit and they gave it to her. And then she's like, God. One hit. One hit. She's wow. Like, God, that didn't, that tasted kind of weird. And I, I, was like, <laughs> no. I was like, did you just, fuck? he's like, we thought you knew. I'm like, who would assume walking up to anyone that that is a dipped wow. joint in PCP? I'm like, you guys are fucking This poor girl, wow, freaked out for probably a solid hour. Oof. And then she laid on the grass and passed out for. Six hours. Oh she, was little, she was a little thing. Oh my God. She woke up and she. It was ate, like, can I have another head? <laughs> she was eating like she had been a hostage. Wow. And I told those two, I'm like, you're buying her everything she fucking wants to eat. She's up there getting falafels and pizza. And I was like, holy shit. Wow. So I saw her not too long ago. You know, once in a while she'll say hello on Facebook or whatever. She's married, but I did shows in Baltimore and she came out with her husband. She uh, just said to me, she goes, do you remember, and I said, the time you smoked that joint and ate all that food at Lollapalooza? She goes, yes! I've never eaten so much of my life. And I knew she remembered it. It was something like, I mean, I would have loved to have had her in a contest. She was the smallest thing. Still is. Yeah. But whatever happened on that one thing, it knocked her out for Did she know it's PCP? She did after. Wow. Yeah. I mean, when they, well, actually before, because we told her that wasn't just regular, and she was like, that's fucked up. No, so that it, is it, it makes you hungry? It made her hungry. Yeah. I don't know what it made you, but when she woke up, man, and, and, and festival food, I, I, it wasn't cheap. She was hit. <laughs> or <high>. good. <laughs> or good, you're right. Or $11 good. for a churro, I'll take two. Yeah, it's like, well, the water's only only eight bucks here. Yeah, I used to uh, date a girl who followed fish around, mm -hmm. and it was like, after the dead went away, and they're like, well, what are we going to do now? These guys are kind of like them fish. And so yeah. they had a whole... Like society, and there was a, they had like a, a a rule book that they wrote, not rule book, but like a hand guide, a handbook like um, Fish look out for this. Yeah, you know, don't here's do this. How this here's yeah. this. One of the things that I always remember was they um, like in a lot of states they would have signs right by the freeway exits that said. Um, drug inspection next exit and that was like right before the one you know so any car that exited at the car before uh, at the exit before the um, the drug inspection that's where the cops were because like why else would you exit unless you have right. drugs so they're like look out for that and i was like oh that's 
You got a hand nice. to the cops. That's pretty. Yeah. That's pretty smart. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, there, the thing is, this summer, the Grateful Dead is getting back together, and like, you know, when I was at, lived in Chicago, that's what they would play at Soldiers Field, and uh, I saw them. I saw them once at this place called. Um, it was out in the suburbs. I can't remember the places. Uh, but it was the, one of the guys died like the next day, and they were not good. Because the Grateful Dead, when they were great, they were amazing, and when they were bad, they were terrible. And they were often not that great because they were drug-addled kooks making a fortune. And they were all touring. playing their own song at the same time. Yeah, it wasn't the same song. They're like, "Well, I'm going to play yeah. Boxes of Rain, and you play Trucker." <laughs> yeah. But when they were when they were terrible. connected, they were they were amazing. And then this summer. So they got, they're getting back together, and they're playing three shows at, at Soldier's Field again, and they got the fish guy to oh, play yeah. Jerry. Trey Anastasia? Yeah. So the amount of people that are going to descend on that fucking city mm-hmm. is going to be mind-boggling. I mean, because, of course... It was impossible to get tickets, and then they, you know, and that, summer like a summer show. Yeah, they're they're doing three shows and like around July fourth. That will be interesting to see how many people show up at oh, that. Oh, there's gonna be like a million people. Yeah, because it's like that's crazy. It's everybody who ever yeah. wanted to experience that is gonna try, and like that is not where you want to be. Is there? Uh-uh. I only went to one Grateful Dead concert at the Cap Center in DC. At where? At the Capitol Center in D.C. You ever see um, Heavy Metal Parking Lot? Yeah. That's the Cap Center in D.C. I love it. So we went there, and um, after 40 minutes, they or 30 minutes, they took an intermission for like 40 minutes. Yeah. And I was like, Jesus Christ. They always wow. do that. But uh, we always went to the concert <laughs> when they were in town for the parking lot party because that's where everyone in our school could get different drugs. Right, like right. Like opium and shit would come through Grateful Dead. And, and the nitrous tanks. All that, yes. <laughs> I'll tell you a story about that. You'll laugh at this. I do. I have a story about that. But um, Nitrous. But a guy we went to high school with, you know, he had, they all went down and bought a bunch of weed and whatever else they were getting. I don't know. You know, you could you could buy whatever you wanted at that parking lot. Acid. Oh, Yeah. They um, had taken it, and a few nights later, they're all hanging out at this uh, like this elementary school that was by us, which was just really wide open, but it was a no-drug zone. But they, like one in the morning, they parked there, and they were sitting, swinging on the swings. Uh-huh. And a cop saw them and pulled up there just to see why all these people were sitting in this elementary school swinging on the swings, maybe eight of them or whatever. And he had all those drugs in the car, and he panicked and took off. And it became this high-speed chase. Where he, he went through neighborhoods, yards, people's yards and houses. They finally in his car. In his car, he drove through people's yards. He drove through people's yards. He had a um, Pontiac. I want to say it was a Grand Am. Perfect. Remember that little Such short road? Yeah, yeah, that was perfect kind of fast. Yeah, yeah. And he was like, I'm not selling drugs. So I'm just like, so everyone else that was there got away, no problem, because that one cop was like, well, I'm gonna go after this guy. I gotta keep swinging. <laughs> it's a lesson to you, youngsters. So, uh, always. If someone else is calling. running, don't run with them. Yeah. So um, he ends up getting arrested, pulled over. He drove home. And they pulled him over and arrested him in his in his driveway, wow. in front of his parents in the house and stuff. So he got tons of community service. He had to pay to fix all these people's yards. You know the whole thing, points on his his license forever. But uh, to the nitrous tank. So there was this. There was this. Just you know, there's always one asshole that's got to take everything to the extreme. And this guy's hitting these nitrous balloons. And, um, 
there saying, I bet you can't hit that nitrous balloon. And now we were in a parking lot that was here, and there was a little gully here and a hill that tiered up to the next parking lot. You know, it's a massive parking lot. So we're in this one little area, and they're like, I bet you can't run up that hill and get to that parking lot. It wasn't too after hard. After doing a nitrous yeah, uh, after doing uh, a nitrous uh, balloon. Uh, and the dude hits it. And then he sprints, and as soon as he gets in that gully, he falls face first, and he's down. <laughs> and he rolls over, and he's chipped his teeth, but like a perfect triangle in between his two oh, front buck man. teeth. And he's just staring at us, and we were dying. Some just idiot. We were dying. Like, oh, my God. <laughs> That's horrible. I told you I could do it. It's like, no, you you didn't even do it. You, you didn't just do it, Yeah. And, you just, and, and his teeth were There was some comic teeth where he, like, did some... Like had a bottle and a nitrous balloon, and he was doing it on stage as part of his comedy act. Really? And I was just like, "Oh my god!" I'll I'll tell you who it is once we turn the recorder yeah, off. But I was just like, "Oh, we're recording." I need to sign and talk to my lawyer before I say. I'm gonna send you an email for it. Um, but yeah, it was kind of funny, but more like, oh. Yeah, oh, it's sad. It's sad. Maybe, this this guy. What uh, does that do? You're just like, hey. I don't know. It's just like, hey, everybody, yeah. I'm doing well. Yeah. I went into a head shop years ago in Van Nuys called Captain Ed's. It's, you might know it. It's supposed to be the oh, oldest. Oh, Captain Ed, yeah. He's yeah. Great. It's the oldest head I shop. I knew him. He was a lieutenant. <laughs> he was my best man. <laughs> my wedding. It's the oldest head shop in the San Fernando Valley. Captain and, and while I'm in there, these, these girls would come in and they would go to the back behind this curtain and then there would be a pic. I'd see a flash, a couple flashes, and then we leave and I'm like, what are they doing? Headshots or some porn? Yeah. What's going on back there? He's like, nah, it's a... It's a um, tits and ass of the week and they would take just pictures and put them up and he's like right here and he points and it's a whole wall of these chicks coming in and flashing everything not just their tits and ass everything on this wall and I was like just for just to win that for the week like yep wow this guy has um, a nitrous tank over behind he's working there behind the register and he's got a, a big fucking balloon and just a an individual valve was cut off, you know, on it. And he's filling it up and he's talking to me and he's and cutting it. And like he's drinking a bottle of soda. Yeah. And he does like three of them. And I'm like, I finally, I was like, dude, you look gray right now. Like you're sweating, your lips are blue. Like you're, I don't, I think you're going to die. And straight up, so he's like, I'm good, I'm good. I was like, I'm getting the fuck out of here because I do not want to be here. I don't want to be the witness. Yeah, yeah. So what were you doing here? So, I was just here to perv out on girls. I didn't expect it to die. Well, do you know, Man. do you guys, have you ever done that gig? There's like, it's in the, sh I mean, dare I say, the shitty part of North Hollywood. Like, I mean, is you know, oh, yeah, that's North Hollywood? Like, yeah. You know, yeah. And yeah. so it's like, it's like the further, the more like, you know, cowboy, weirdo, like, where, what part of the, like, Jump Tarantino yard, scene. Yeah. Yards out there, and, um, yeah. So so there's this this uh, Galarin's like Brown, Jason come over Blair. like and the thing is oh. the king of the gig. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, and he's like and, and like he's not one to like throw gigs or you know, sure. like I'm like, really? Okay. So you go to this place and it's this little head shop. But you go in there and there's yeah. so much he shit. He told me about this place. Yeah, there's I mean it's like I'm talking like they couldn't fit like one more bong and be like no, 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 like shit would fly off. It's like <laughs> there's so many bongs and fucking everything. It's like I've never seen so much and, and like just it was it was like you know, you're in like an Egyptian museum with like too much shit. 
shit or something. <laughs> so like I'm like, and it's not that big. Right. I'm like, where's this is like, how are they gonna do a gig in here? If like if you move wrong, you're gonna knock over like you know eighty thousand dollars worth of shit. Yeah. So you go and there's like where the, where the like the closet is. Swath of a door opens up. This big door. So you, and then you walk in, and then there's another like area that connects to a, <clears throat> another area, and like and the wall. Holy like, of holies. Yeah, it's like a museum. Extra. Now there's like bongs and like the, you know when you go to a museum and there's like a little piece and a little glass right, thing. It's right. like so you walk back, and then there's this like speakeasy, and it's like thirty people with like suitcases of like ways to smoke weed. You know, like little right. hitters and stuff, and like. Uh, pipes just pounding the grass, just going to town, and then it's like I walk in there. There's Jeff Richards doing a bit like, <laughs> like <laughs> I'm like, are you in the wagon, dude? Like I mean, this can't be good. And it was, and it was just the most awkward, shitty situation. Like, because they were so stoned, I don't think they even got it, right. you know. Right. So like, you do this gig, and it's like, you know, you try to like, I, I'm like they're just blowing smoke, like, and I'm talking about. You know those weirdos that have like those chess games that are like the really expensive pieces? Yeah. The guy would have like the, that many. The pewter. Like, yeah, yeah, like, the, yeah, like, or like the cut glass, like, uh, pipes and stuff. Uh, or the Most, Civil War chess set. Or, yeah. You know, the pawns or dragons. Yeah. Exactly. So, like, they would have all this shit. I couldn't believe it. was like the most bizarre thing. And it's like that tiny little bong, bong thing and then this big thing in the back. Yeah. And they didn't sell booze. It was just like water and stuff. But it. It was so intensely smoky in there that like no one's laughing and right. it's packed. Right. <laughs> and there's all these good comics going up there like, you know what a comic's like, I got this, you know, yeah. watch this. I'm and it's like, it. Yeah, and it's like <laughs> <laughs> like <clears throat> not happen. And watch like, me struggle. <laughs> and and that was like the last I ever heard of it. I don't even know if that place like you know, it was probably it's probably been bulldozed by now. That's but hilarious. It was so bizarre. That has to be one of the weirdest gigs I've he ever. He told done. me about that. And I was like, dude, that's gonna be shut down in like a couple of weeks. Yeah. You can't be smoking in there and all that shit. Like, you know, I mean, smoking is an understatement. I mean, it was like Gary, Indiana. You know, just like yeah. I went fucking to, um, smokestack <laughs> when it was first still like, um, you know, shady to smoke. Yeah. yeah now I went to like, a place on Lincoln and. Um, I went in and it was really fucking nice and they had these big couches and the guys like, uh, you ever smoke a volcano? And I was like, I don't even know what the fuck you're trying. <laughs> like, what is a volcano? <laughs> so he shows me this thing. Have you ever smoked one of these? No. You? No. No. Okay. I mean, I've drank a volcano. Yeah. You guys know what that is? Yeah. That's like where it's like the big, really the drink, and then there's like a shot of 151 in the middle of the oh, light yeah. on fire, and it's oh, like, you know. Yeah. yeah. But I've never, no, anyway, I'm sorry, this go ahead. It's called a volcano. And um, there's a vaporizer, yeah. which basically vaporizer, the whole theory of that is like grilling meat. You don't put the flame right on the plant. Uh -huh. You hold it above an indirect heat. Right. That's the whole point of vaporizer. The volcano was even more. And it was like a little, just a little base like this. And um, you take a bag. The best way I could describe it is like a newspaper bag, you know, the slender long bag. Uh -huh. It's basically a, a bottle of water. Extra, extra. Exactly. <laughs> but it's fake to me. It's a bottle of wine. And yeah. the guy's like, you can buy some now and then I can take you in there and then show you how to use it. And I was like, all right, I got, you know, I got some time. Sure. I go in and I'm I can do a volcano. Nice 
red leather couches, ESPN up on the big ass screen. I'm wow. like, this is ridiculous. Yeah. You shouldn't be allowed to do this. Yeah. So uh, he fills it up, and then you know I just you know I take a couple hits. I'm like, hey, thank you, man. He's like, no, you gotta you're. You need to finish that, and I was like, "Oh, okay." And I just sit there for a while, and I finish one. It's you know, a little, like I say, a bottle of wine. Size yeah, plastic yeah. Bag. I'm like, "All right." And he's like, "No, there's a little more in here," and I was like, "All right." <laughs> and then I finish two, and I go, "All right, man, I gotta get out." He's like, "There's more in here." I go, "Dude, come on, man." He's right. like, "Just finish." And I fucking smoke three of them, and I sit there, and I'm like. All right, I'm going to go. I go, and I go sit in my car, and I sit down. I even said to the guy, I go, you shouldn't be allowed to really probably do this and leave and drive and stuff. He goes, well, you're allowed to pull into any bar in America right now and have one or two beers, and as long as you're not drunk, you're allowed to drive home. Right. I go, that's actually a good fucking point. Yeah. <laughs> Touche. Right. And I was like, Wisdom with peer oh, pressure. Right. Cleanest, it's one of the cleanest feelings I've ever had. I wasn't, I didn't even feel messed up wow. at all. Huh. And I was like, huh. And I really didn't even think I was getting anything. And I was like, this isn't working. And then he's like, just relax. And then after like your fourth exhale, you can then start seeing white. I was like, wow. oh, it was wow. very, very clean. Let's wow. go. Wow. Yeah. Volcano. Yeah. That's the only time I've ever done that. I'll have to look into it. I'm yeah. not gonna it, they're probably like four hundred and fifty bucks to buy one. I mean he was oh. hitting digital temperature and shit like oh, you wanna wow. put it right here at this. It's not eight point six, it's actually your body <laughs> yeah, temperature. So you can't temper. even tell it's uh just this marijuana is growing on the uh thirtieth parallel drug culture though, oh, I do, man. Those guys take that shit seriously. Oh yeah, man. they do. I just want a little bit of this and get the hell out yeah. of here. Yeah. Like, I'm not in there all day going, What are these? Yeah. One thing I don't want to do is spend too much time with the drug dealer. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I do though I do like being able to get it how we can get it now and even if my daughter ends up when she's older smoking I'd much rather listening her to this podcast to, yeah right but I'd m- rather her go to a pharmacy and get it than remember yeah. when you used to have to go to that dude's house and, or he brought the suitcase over yeah, and yeah, break yeah. you off so, and then you want to sit there sometimes you're like God. plus you're also just stuck getting whatever that guy has right which you might not like right you know uh, right. a buddy of mine told me the funniest story about uh he, like, the dealer, like, it was like this, you know, badass, like, gang dude, you know, like, African-American guy who, uh, you know, some of these black cats are coming in, like, bringing grass, and my friend, who's, he's black, he's, well, they're watching Seinfeld, and he's like, what are you watching this white-ass shit for, it's bullshit, <laughs> you know, like, what, you know, and then, so, like, one going, of the greatest sitcoms of all time, <laughs> and then, so, <laughs> why so am I watching that? They start, the, the drunk, the badass guy, <laughs> start, like, kind of watching it a little bit, and then by, like, a couple months later, they're like, hey, you can be watching Seinfeld when we get over there. Like, they, uh, they loved it. <laughs> <laughs> I was just watching one last night. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's great. It's yeah. about, but I mean, it's just so funny to see how, like, uh, you know, no one could get past, you know, the hardest ass from drug guys still yeah. want to watch Seinfeld. That was uh, Pat and I, this was, I guess, eight years ago, nine years ago, we saw Seinfeld in uh, Caesar's Palace. I but didn't like, go, remember? I let my friend oh, go. Yeah. But Pat, like, brought this Rice Krispie treat and yes. the whole thing, and so we just, like, took it and, like, sit in there and watch it. It was, it was uh, the 8 o'clock show with Seinfeld, and then the 10 o'clock show went to see Eddie Izzard. Yeah. So it was just like, you know, and it was with a, a pass, like, lanyard, you know? Yeah. Once you do the lanyard culture, you can't well, you do it can't any other back. way. I can't go back. Oh, can't it's go back. spoiled city. Yeah. You know, the, when you guys went and saw Seinfeld, I went and saw, it was, uh, 
It was Mark Barron, Dana Gould, and Bill Burr. Wow. And that was a pretty good show. It was hard because those Vegas shows, it's like they weren't just giving it away. And like, you know, those first two guys kind of struggled, but Bill Burr, like he always does, yeah, just like destroyed. It's like, and this is a while ago, you know, so. Yeah, that was dialed in. Do you remember, remember what we did to uh, when we did to Jamie? Oh, the thing? you, like, you yeah. know Jamie Kaler, right? Yeah. Well, he uh, he was there recording some kind of special thing, and afterwards he got really drunk, and we like took him back to his room. And uh, I forget whose idea it was, but it was really funny. Yeah. We took the phone off the hook. We got the um, the yellow pages, opened it up to escort services, and then just left them. And, 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 <laughs> and, and, and they woke up the next What did I do? And they had the uh, like the lotion. And a bunch of Kleenexes like all over him, and then and then he goes, and then and then um, I remember uh, uh, some of the, one of the guys we were staying with. I won't say was like in, the, in our room was like in the middle of the night. He was so drunk. He was did one of those where he thought he was going to the bathroom, bathroom right. but he actually did the I'm going to take crap vibe like on top of a suitcase and like, I'm like hey dude, dude, dude. And, and then I told Jamie that and he's like oh man I'm glad somebody else I wasn't the only <laughs> yes and that man is a father of two two yeah. girls yeah I love that so, guy that's so funny he can uh, he's uh, compounded oh. so that, that was that was a fun weekend agreed good stuff something about getting out of town I'm actually going to be in Vegas uh June 6th through the 7th. Nice. Yeah, I'm doing Harris. Cool, cool. Did I tell you the Bud Friedman story? Uh-uh. So I was, um, this is like a couple months ago. I was at the Improv. Uh, I was on Alan Havey's show. And Bud, Bud came in. Right. And uh, he was in the audience for the show. Uh-huh. And I was just like, I knew he was there, but I was like, you know, nervous. And, yeah, yeah. Uh, but still had a, had a good set, had a good time. Then afterwards, um, Brian Kylie was on the show too. So he and I are just sitting there talking and, and Bud walks up to us and, and uh, he knew Brian, but he introduced himself to me. He's like, yeah. Matt, how are you? I'm, I'm Bud Friedman. Uh, it's uh, very nice to meet you. I, you know, my, my wife and I, we really, we really loved your comedy show. It was, oh, you're so funny, so great. And I was just like, and if, if there's ever a way you want to meet him, that would be like that the way. Be the best like, way. Hey, good job. Yeah. Hey, good yeah. job. Thank. And I was like, wow, that was so great. So I was like driving home that night and just like so charged and like you know, because any career is peaks and valleys yes. and ebbs and flows. Yeah. And so when you get a little something like that, you gotta just sit with it. So the next day, he he sent me an email. And just like my wife and I haven't been able to stop talking about you and your comedy. And oh your, and I was just like, That's cool. what is happening here? So he booked me in uh, Las Vegas and uh, uh, Lake Tahoe. Oh, cool! Over the over the summer. Yeah, I, that, yeah. I'd like that Lake Tahoe gig. That's looks like fun. One. Yeah, I've never yeah. done it before. They're bringing me into feature because I'm not matriculated into the yeah the network of you know, but. Uh, that's awesome. That, yeah, that felt that felt good. So good, anyway. good. That's great. Did he have his monocle? He did not have his monocle. He brought. He was I thought he wears it on his like. He still wears one like. You know, it has to, to be. I mean, that's just a signature thing. Yeah. And I mean, they just. What's it been? 1965. Sixty-six oh, yeah. when he formed the, the you know the New York. Yeah, the, the, the shit that guy's seen probably like. Oh yeah. You know he's seen it all. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> so I don't know. There's that was a, that was a good. That was a good feeling, and that was kind of what what came of it. So, if you guys are out or around the Las Vegas area, I know you're out there for 
business. Oh yeah. Yes. <laughs> is that what you call hookers now? Yes, business. That's what I call it. <laughs> <laughs> For the yes, prostitution uh, business. The, uh, <clears throat> I'm on a business. Trip. Seeing a client. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All that coke guy too. Yeah. <laughs> the volcano. We're all doing volcanoes. <laughs> Can you even put coke in the volcano? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Probably. Probably. Coke probably. Yeah. Yeah. Warm it just right. Do you think someone's actually tried that? Yeah. Yeah. People have tried everything. Everything. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not high enough. <laughs> that's the thing about like hot. You, would you? You get a certain high. You're just like it's that's it. It can't. I'm, yeah. I'm a nine. You can yeah. smoke for ten more hours. It's not getting it. Yeah. And, then, and you're not gonna OD. Yeah. Oh. Depends. Depends. It depends. All right, y'all. I'm gonna hit stop. This is super duper fun. Do you yeah. want to talk about uh, anything else? Website, Twitter, any of that stuff. At Ryan Sickler, at Pat Nay. Uh, no, the, the Cal wine guy. That's oh, the California yeah, wine guy. That's, that's right. Pat is that. a Sommelier. I know. Yeah, we've talked. Yeah. We've talked about yeah. that. Yeah. It's, um, weird. it's weird. At the California wine guy. Fun. I've been blogging stuff, and now people are approaching me like, hey, you want to come up here? I'll buy this. I'll do this. It's awesome. Like, you know, and like I'm talking to this guy who uh, he works at Largo and he does events. And he's like, I really think you could do some cool shows with comedy, like pairing comedy and wine. So it's like, I know it sounds kind of stupid, but it's like, it's a way for these guys to promote wine and do like comedy. You know what I mean? It's like, so it's like, okay. What about that sounds stupid? Yeah. Well, sounds no, no, genius. I mean, it's like, it's it's like, so, okay, this this wine is a blah, blah, blah. And then it's like, you know what would go well with this? Mount Canute. You know, right. like, there it's, he is. Like, Speaking of a mellow this, Cabernet, uh, this next guy coming to the stage. This, this Syrah is, uh, because there's all this stuff and Terrible. like nobody a lot of people really are into wine we talk oh, about yeah. this but they don't know and it's like it's trying to bring a little bit of the info without being a douchebag you know what I mean because like you know when you do the master there's this um there's this documentary called Psalm that's going on. Have you ever seen this? No. It's really interesting. You guys even you it's it's like got there's four levels of the master Somali thing. And like to get to the fourth level, there's only like two hundred of these guys in the world now. Wow. And that's for everything. And it's like so fucking hard. So this documentary comes out and everyone's like, I wanna do that, I wanna do that. So they're making it even really harder. And they're they're it's kinda douchey, you know, but like if you become a master, it's like you're gonna make a lot you make a lot of I money. I think I've heard about that. Isn't that when he goes into the bathroom and still liked and commits and, and admits to murdering those people? Yes. <laughs> I killed them all. I killed them all. I tasted them all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I do know. Yeah, that guy. Yeah. There, there was a, a court there was of law. A killed them all, of course. <laughs> killed them all, of course. You know what? Yeah. That actually, I think I know where that guy got that. There was an old SCTV bit where, like, it was like a, it was called Days of the Week. It was a soap opera parody. Yeah, yeah, and John Candy's like, I did it. I masterminded the whole thing. I was a murderer. And he's like, and they're like, oh, we're not talking about it. He's like, oh, I'm a kidder. <laughs> I'm such a kidder. <laughs> yeah, it's classic. Oh, cool. Uh, at California My Guy and at Ryan Sickler, yeah. ryansickler.com. At the, the crab, Cal One. the crab feast. At the Cal One. At the Cal One yeah. Guy and the crab feast. Fuck right. the crab feast. Five stars. Crab feast. Cool. Thanks, y'all. And just like that, my friends, episode 70 is in the can. Thank you to Ryan and Pat for hanging out. Go to ryansickler.com, thecaliforniawineguy.com, mattknutson.com, or find all of those sites at grabbinglunch.com. Thanks, guys, for the support. Uh, shoot me an email. Let me know uh, where you're listening from or any guests that you'd like to have on the show. 
That is grabbinglunch at gmail.com. Also, you can give the show a follow on Twitter at grabbinglunch. And the Facebook group is facebook.com slash grabbinglunch. Do not be a stranger. New episodes come out every Saturday. So uh, thank you guys so much for listening. And in the immortal words of Russell Simmons, thank you all for coming. God bless. Good night. This has been a sex pot comedy joint. Collaborative, community-driven comedy produced by Andy Jewett and Kayvon Kalibari. Headquartered in Denver, Colorado, with technical support from Isaac Miller. 